Welcome to Meant for This with Caroline J. Sumlin, a podcast for the modern Christian mama who wants to redefine the current narrative and unapologetically show up for what she's been called to in the home, community, marketplace, and the world in that order. Here, you will find tools, resources, education, and inspiration that will help you break free from burnout, get focused, live on purpose, and manage it all with grit and grace, because you are meant for this life that God has called you to. Hey mama, welcome back to Meant For This, and I'm super excited to dive into today's episode because it's one that I've actually been personally wrestling with lately. It's a topic that I've been wrestling with, I mean, and have wrestled with in almost every season of life, especially every season of motherhood. I believe that we actually wrestle with like this in general as humans and that we want to live based on our own timeline and based on what makes us feel comfortable, right? We wrestle with really wanting to change a season of life that we're in before it's time for that season to change and feeling really discontent often with the season that we're in and what God is doing and the timeline in which he moves. Whereas we know, even as as Christians, we know deep down inside that, you know, we're on his timing and, and everything is, is for his glory and everything. But as humans, we get frustrated with it and we get uncomfortable and we we feel inconvenienced and we, we want to change our circumstances and as soon as things get hard, right? However, sometimes, in fact, more often than not, we are ready to change our season or we want to change our season before God is really ready to change it. And when that happens, we get restless, we get impatient, we get frustrated. We feel like God has forsaken us and left us hanging and we wonder, what are we doing wrong? What have we got to do to get God to move and why doesn't he care about how we feel, right? Nod your head along with me if you have ever felt that way. I know I have wrestled with this so many times. We often forget that each season of life is preparing us for the next one. Each thing that God has called us to has to take time to develop, plant, prune, and sow before it can reap harvest. Motherhood is filled with hard seasons. I'd vouch to say that every season has some hard parts to it, with some seasons being much harder than other ones. Some seasons are gut-wrenching, filled with tragic, heartbreaking moments. And some seasons are so exhausting you can barely think straight. Some seasons feel isolating and you wonder when you'll ever see the light at at the end of the tunnel. And sometimes it's behavioral struggles you're wrestling with and you have to see the fruit and you have yet to see the fruit of your hard work with your children. We're going to live a life of wishing we can snap our fingers and change our seasons, but the hard seasons are where the good, deep God work is happening, which is why instead of wishing these seasons away, we need to own them. Now you may be asking yourself, what does owning your season look like? This term, own it, is pretty trendy nowadays, and honestly for good reason, although I don't always like to be a part of the trend because I don't want it to seem like I'm just following along here. I have yet to figure out another phrase that just sums it up as nicely as own it does. But if you know of a phrase, if you know of a phrase, you let me know. You come DM me on Instagram because I would love to find another phrase that is just as um, capturing of what we want it to say and mean and, and, and be kind of nice to say, but maybe isn't the thing that everyone else is saying. But anyway, I digress. The, the term is pretty trendy for, for a reason, right? We are so busy living in comparison mode and want to change my circumstances mode and waiting for the perfect moment mode that we are missing out on the beautiful life that is right in front of us. 
We are missing out on the sweetness of the mundane. We are missing out on the wonder that God surrounds us with. The first thing we must do to own our season is to really look up and then look out with eyes wide open. First, eyes up to Jesus, and second, eyes forward, focused, and intentional. Owning it means that we fully embrace it. We fully embrace the season we are in. We embrace every moment, and as James tells us, the the book of James tells us in the Bible, count it all joy. We lean into it. Leaning into it means that we not only really sit with each moment, but we lean so that we can give ourselves permission to allow the ebbs and flows of our very real emotions that come with our seasons and circumstances. Leaning into something and owning something doesn't mean that we need to fake happiness all day long. That is, it, that is a, a myth, a misnomer, a belief that I want to dispel right now. Yes, we can count it all joy and lean into God's presence and lean into God's peace that surpasses understanding, but that doesn't mean that we have to fake our pain. God can handle that sadness, grief, anger, etc. So whatever it is that you are feeling in your season, it is okay to feel that. It is okay to acknowledge that. It is okay to say, hey God, this is how I feel. Help me with this. Help me with my grief. Please give me peace. Help me with my sadness. Comfort me. The Bible says he is close to the brokenhearted. But guess what? In order for him to be close to us as a broken heart, and we have to allow our hearts to be broken sometimes, and we have to we have to open that, open ourselves up and really let God in. And I think sometimes we get so afraid to do that because we don't want to seem ungrateful. We don't want to seem like we are being the, you know, that we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing as Christians because so many Christians seem like they're just always riding the happy-go-lucky train and nothing is ever wrong, even when things are wrong, right? Like, doesn't that kind of drive you crazy when you're like, when, when you see a Christian that's like, but I'm, I'm, but I'm hopeful and I'm joyful and everything is actually fine, even though everything's falling apart. Yes. Like that is how we want to be. Like our hope is in Jesus. And that, that is, that is faith. And that, that is, that, that is good. I'm not, 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 not knocking that down by any means, but sometimes we, I think we can internalize that and say, well, well, oh my goodness, like, look at how they're handling this. And, and, and I have to be like, like they are, and I have to be perfectly at the fake, my happiness and fake my joy and everything else like that. And we forget that that peace that comes, um, that that peace that surpasses understanding and the joy of the Lord doesn't necessarily mean it's an emotion as more as it is a choice. We can openly grieve and and openly have sadness and openly have maybe not anger. Anger is something that we we want to not you know control our anger for sure. Anger is not is not one that we want to allow ourselves to be like angry all the time. We want to of course like have. Um, we, we want to have guidance with that. We want to, we want to control our tongue and we want to be slow to anger. Yes, of course. I don't want to, I want to make sure I'm being biblically correct here. And I don't want to convey the wrong message, but you know what I mean? Like we are allowed to be upset with God. We are allowed to say, this is, this is really frustrating. We're allowed to be sad or, or, or grieved or, or frustrated or whatever that may look like. And we're allowed to give it to him and we're allowed to say, I'm frustrated right now. Yes, my hope is in you and I am frustrated and feel that feeling and and not try to brush it aside for, you know, in, in the name of, but I'm hopeful saying, but I'm hopeful doesn't mean you have to brush that emotion aside. That's what I want to convey to you. You can fully feel that, feel that emotion, excuse me. And you can have the hope. You don't have to have the hope and brush your emotions under the rug in the name of, I have joy in the Lord. Okay. I just want to make sure it's really, really, really clear as clear as I can make it. I hope that the Lord the Lord conveyed that message clearly that was off my, 
off of my little script here, but I, that was just something I really wanted to park there for a second because I just felt like that was really important. Um, but anyway, so we, we, we're talking about we, owning it means that we fully embrace it. We embrace every moment. We really lean into our emotions and we don't brush them under the rug. And the next thing we do, um, or owning it also means that we take a look at what we can do with what we have and we optimize it, okay? We take a look at what we can do with what we have and we optimize it. We often think that there isn't much we can solve when we're feeling stuck in our seasons. There are almost always solutions for certain things that we are overlooking because we are often focused on the frustrations, okay? So feeling your feelings, releasing them, and giving them to God will create so much room mentally to then receive the clarity from Him that you're searching for. We often have difficulty with getting still because our emotions are causing so much noise in our minds. Yes, we want to take our thoughts captive, but sometimes we can't do that until we sit with them first and release that emotion that is tied to them. That's another reason why it's super important to not brush them under the rug. Okay, owning it also means that we ask God to reveal himself. Ask, ask him to reveal what he may be teaching you in this season. Ask him where you can be obedient if there's something that he's been trying to ask you to do that you haven't done yet. Our God wants to give us wisdom, okay? He may not reveal his entire plan to us all at once, but he will reveal to us the wisdom that we need when we ask for it. Ask and then receive the wisdom you receive. And when I, when I say that, I want to make sure it's clear. A lot of times we ask and then we don't receive it. We don't, be, we don't get still. We don't wait for it. Or we don't trust what we think we've received. We question whether or not we're actually hearing God. And faith often means that if we, get a, if we pray for something and we get a download or we get a thought or we get an idea, we trust that that's the Lord, man. And it doesn't have to feel something like super spiritual. It doesn't have to be like a, a prophetic vision or a prophetic dream or something like that or, or some sort of burning bush that we, that, you know, type of circumstance that we read about in the Bible necessarily. He will just give us downloads. He will whisper. He will, he will tap. He might send someone to send you a text message or you might see something while scrolling on social media that God could be speaking to you. If you're leaning into him, receive, receive the fact that he's going to speak to you and he's going to meet you right where you are. And oftentimes it doesn't even look like or feel like or sound like what we expect it to. Sometimes we're just walking with him so well and we're leaning in and we're tuning in and we're following him without even recognizing what we're doing. That's how close we want to be to him. It doesn't have to be a whole bunch of effort and we just have faith. We know we're like, oh yeah, the Lord told me to do this. Or, oh, I had this feeling that to go, to go do this and to go here and to go there. And, and I know that was Holy Spirit guiding me. When we're walking with him, there's no question, there's no doubt that we get to own, that, that we will own every season that we're in and that we will have contentment with each season that we're in because tr- truly owning, owning the season is, is, is being content. Number one is saying, yeah, of course, this is frustrating. This is, this is difficult. Absolutely. And I'm, and I'm, I'm angry and I'm sad and I, I want it to change, but I'm also content. And I know that if nothing was to ever change because I have Jesus, I have all that I need. So there is that that balance there of uh, and and that foundation of the contentment that we that we are called to have that if god never did anything else for you that him saving you is enough to sustain you and while he wants to do so much more and he is going to do so much more and he's already he's doing a good work in you and he's going to finish that good work so we also get to rest in in in, in the fact and have hope for the fact that we know that god is not done working we know that but we don't want to approach god like a magical genie and and a approach him in a way of like, well, I'm, 
you know, what are you doing? Right. We want to approach them, approach them so humbly. And we want to, we want to approach them with a heart posture of like, even if you never did anything else, I just love you for you. We don't want to love him for what we can do. We want to love him and serve him for who he is, but we also can approach him at the same time and have a hopeful expectation of what he is doing and know and trust in that and just put our faith in him and say, I know you are working. I know you are doing a good thing. I know you are moving on my behalf. I know that there's things that I cannot see. I know that this season will end because I know that all seasons have to come to an end and then the next season will be here and I'll be even more prepared for that one and I can fully fully put my faith and trust in you and have no worry about that and I can also lament at the same time and tell you how frustrated I am because I know that when I do lament I know that you will speak to me even more clearly I know that when I release my emotions to you you will return to me your peace and your wisdom and you'll be near to me and that's 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 true relationship with him that's true walking with him that, that's how, that's the real answer right there. Yes, I teach practical things about living our best lives and about really owning everything in our lives from, from taking ownership of our homes, from taking ownership of our time, taking ownership of our emotions and our thoughts and our mindset and our lives overall and being the best mothers that we can be and really being good stewards of everything else God has called us to and living a full intentional life. Absolutely. But we can't do any of that if we are not walking in step with him. We cannot do any of that if we are not walking in step with him and leaning into him and loving him and seeking him and obeying him. That's the real secret right there. And when we do that, it makes every other step so much easier to take. It makes it, it makes it more obvious. It, it, he provides what we need to take those steps. He provides you with the mindset of, of the growth mindset versus the limited mindset, right? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a change in, in belief of I can't do it or I can't make these changes or I can't live intentionally or I can't manage my time or I can't manage my home or I can't manage my children or I can't enjoy motherhood or whatever the I can'ts are that you're feeling. I can't go after my dream. There's never enough time. All those negative thoughts and feelings, right? When we are in line with him and we're seeking him first and 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 we are letting Holy Spirit abide in us and we're abiding with him and it's this beautiful dance. It's this beautiful romance of a relationship. All of a sudden we now will have that mindset of I can and oh, it, it's I, I can tackle this thing. I can do this task. I can do this project. I can wake up earlier to get this done. I can, I can, I can. It'll, it'll completely change. And we'll be able to see those solutions. Like I mentioned that first step, the solutions for the season, thinking that there's nothing we can do about it. Well, the season may not change, but the Lord wants to give you solutions. He wants to give you things that you can do to make the season a little bit better for you, to make it work for you a little bit. He doesn't want it to be unnecessarily difficult. I mean, it's going to be difficult by its nature, the difficult season that you're in. Like, for example, the difficulty of a newborn is it is, is difficult by nature, but you don't have to be sleep deprived if you don't want to. You have an option to sleep train. You have an option to hire a sleep consultant, or you have an option to you know, breastfeed or formula feed. You have options and that's okay. You don't have to force something to be unnecessarily difficult. That doesn't have to be. There's always solutions, right? Because there's going to be things that are so, that are hard by nature that we can't change, but there's always circumstances, there's always circumstances in our seasons that if we looked at them with a little bit of a different lens, we actually can solve a lot more problems than what we realize. And, and, and we can make our seasons work for us even more. And that's also really owning it, Right. That's owning it. We can't change the ages of our kids or we can't change the fact that right now we're still in the middle of the COVID pandemic and we can't really do much, but we can make some adaptations and, and, and make what we have 
and work with what we have and, and really optimize that and work with it even more. And I truly believe that that's what God wants us to do. And he wants to work with us and help us do those things. And when he, and when, when we work with him and he helps us with them, then it's so much easier. It's, it, it doesn't become this arduous thing. Okay. So just to sum up really quickly, a quick little recap here, how to own your current season. Okay. Is number one, we're embracing it. Okay. We're embracing every moment. We're leaning into our emotions. We're lamenting. We're allowing ourselves to feel and we're giving those emotions to God. Number two, we're taking a look at what we can do and we and we are going to optimize it, optimize optimize what we have or, or um, take a look at what we have and what we can do with what we have and really optimize that, okay? And then number three, we're going to ask God to reveal himself to us. We're going to um, ask him to reveal his wisdom, to reveal his teaching, okay? What are you teaching me in this season? What do you want me to learn in this season? That Those are really good, inqu- good questions to ask. And we're going to receive what he has to say and we're going to trust in faith that we have, um, that, that we, we're going to trust in faith that we are receiving that wisdom. Okay. I'm going to leave you with a couple of practical mama solutions that may help you own your season, depending on, and I just kind of came up with a couple of things here. This may or may not pertain to you, but I hope that there's something in here that will help you get kind of begin to see things a little bit differently. Okay. So again, these are practical mama solutions that may help you own your season. The first one is to get to the root of your source of pain and frustration, okay? So by getting to get to the root of that, write, write down like what's going on, write down what your desired solutions are, what your desired circumstances are, and, and maybe reverse engineer to kind of figure out what's the root cause here. Um, and, and also write down what you're asking God for. Write down the desired solutions you're asking God for, and then write down some now solutions or action steps you can take. So for example, I eventually want to be able to enroll my kids in a part-time program or co-op for homeschool. That is not possible right now due to the due to the pandemic and even our current financial priorities. So I'm believing God for that for in the future, and I don't know when he's going to allow for that to happen. However, right now, what can I do to create some of the space and breathing room that I've been craving and needing to do my work and to have some time to myself? So I'm believing God for that. However, right now, what can I do to create some of the space and breathing room that I've been craving and needing for work and just personal space, relaxation, rejuvenation to be able to do the mama thing every single day, okay? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through a couple of those steps that I'm actually taking right now, some of my now solutions while I'm believing and waiting that God's going to provide a larger solution down the road. So the first thing I, I did was I decided to start waking up extremely early to work. I know how to work during the day with my kids, but I wanted more times with peace and quiet and refreshed energy to work. Ideally, it wouldn't be four o'clock in the morning. I have no real desire to wake up at four o'clock in the morning, but that's the season that I'm in right now. And so because it's the season I'm in right now, I'm going to own it and I'm going to do it and I'm going to work with what I have. I also ask for one to two nights a week where my husband does dinner and I get to relax or work or get some time to myself to shower or even go to just go to Target. And that's been a real game changer to really have some times that I can look forward to to completely get out of the house and get some work done or just get in the shower, take a long shower, do my hair, wash my hair, things of that nature and not have to emerge again until almost bedtime. That's like two or three hours of time to myself. So I, I I rotate whether or not I'm working or prioritizing self-care or running to Target or something like that. But it's really helped me with what I've needed to feel like I'm not so isolated and stranded and stuck all the time. Another practical thing that you can do is simplify and organize your home. Seriously, this helps with everything. When we clear physical clutter, we also clear mental clutter. 
This also gives you a sense of making a shift or a change, even if it's not the original shift or change that you wanted. But just by doing that, you 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 take on that same like mindset or mentality or that same emotion is evoked of what happens like or how good you feel when like there's a nice change that kind of happens. So it may not be exactly what you want, but it's going to be enough to kind of like get get you feeling a little refreshed or get you feeling like you've changed some things just by taking ownership of your home and really beginning to simplify and organize it. This is my second pillar within my Met for Motherhood framework with the Met for Motherhood Academy, okay? So after changing your mindset around your mission or narrative in motherhood, we jump right into getting your home simplified so you can move and think more clearly in your home. That's part of my framework and my courses and workshops within Met for Motherhood. The next thing you can do is create a routine that serves your needs, your kids' needs, your family needs as a whole, and the season that you are in. Every new season, you should be creating a new routine. And you're going to have to revise the one that, that you have for your season that you're in. And that's okay. You you have to create routines that are going to serve you and your family and the season because that that's the way that you're going to be able to navigate everything. And, and you, of course, are one person, but you have an entire family and kids and a husband and, and all the things to navigate. And those things aren't going to go anywhere regardless of what's what season you're in. They're not going anywhere. So the, the best way to navigate them and manage them and make sure that you have a handle on them and they're not adding more to your plate or adding more to your overwhelm or making things more difficult than what they need to be is to create a routine that serves everyone that is involved. Okay, a great place to start to get started with this is the manage all the things challenge. That's my free um, five day challenge that walks you through all the things with managing all the things from getting clear on your priorities to creating a routine and day three and four of the five day challenge walks you through this. Okay, days three and four of the challenge walk you through this. We dive even deeper into creating routines inside the Men for Motherhood Academy as well, which opened up on January 13th. So I'm mentioning a couple things here that you can do to help you own your season. And one, of course, like I said, having a simplified home and two, having routines that work for you all. Those are going to be covered inside Meant for Motherhood. So if you're struggling with that, if you're struggling with getting a handle on your home, if you're struggling with getting a handle on your routines, your household management systems, things of that nature, getting really, really clear on your priorities. Um, I have an entire priority process that I that I teach. And um, of course, need some community and need some help and need someone to walk this, walk you through this and walk through this with you. Then the Men for Motherhood Academy is going to be a game changer for you. So I would love to invite you to come join us inside because this could be exactly what you've been needing to help you with where you are in all seasons of motherhood, but especially where you are right now. And also I work with you a lot on learning how to get to the root of your problems and the, the root and the source of your pain and frustration. I've had so many of the mother of the mothers in there that have written to me and expressed how grateful they are and how and how much of a an aha moment they had when they actually reverse engineered and figured out what's actually going wrong when they're trying to do stuff or why they're overwhelmed within their home or their time or their chores and things of that nature because of the process I walk you through to figure out the root of the problem. So everything I teach is kind of like this root problem to solution framework in everything that I do. And that's not something that's being taught really anywhere else in this space. I have seen a lot of things being taught. I've seen so many different basic types of routines and frameworks and things of that nature. But the way that I teach it is 
very individualistic, understanding that you are your own person, you have your own family, your own set of needs, and your root of your problem and what's going to work for you and what you need is going to be very different from the next mother. And so my job is to teach you how to create what you need that will work for you instead of handing you something that's generic that works for some people but may not work for you and telling you it's what you need to do. That's not the way that I teach. So if you want to learn like that, then I would invite you to come inside MMA. We'd love to have you. And the last thing you want to do to be able to own your current season is prioritize keeping your cup full, which is another thing that I teach inside MMA. You want to prioritize your self-care. Keeping your cup full is extremely important. You may have to say no to some things to make room for this, and that's okay, and it's even necessary. In every season, in every season of life, your cup deserves to be full. You have core needs that you need to tend to from eating well, moving your body, resting, and even creating. Even being creative is a core need that you have that you may not even realize. And I have a mini course inside MMA that walks you through identifying what your core needs are and what activities you can do to help fill those core needs and then scheduling them into your routine so they actually get done, which is huge, right? So another thing that we cover inside MMA Part of the huge framework here to allow you to, to empower you and to equip you to own your season in motherhood, own your motherhood overall, steward your calling well, and really be able to thrive in any and every season that you find yourself in. Of course, with the root and the foundation of leaning into Jesus and walking with him. Okay, you can do this, Mama. You know, I believe in you so much. I'm so grateful for you for being here. Thank you for hanging with me today. As always, I will see you in the next episode and I hope to see you inside the Meant for Motherhood Academy. Thank you for listening to Meant for This. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If you loved what you heard today, I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. Also, I'd love to hear from you. If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of today's episode was by taking a screenshot of you listening to the show, sharing it to your Instagram stories, and tagging me so I can see it and connect with you. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you next time.